Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers and they've hit a little bump in the road and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America. Wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Bob Stauffer joining you. Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex is a local Alberta company that supports local business and charities. Digitex is 630 Chad's copier team. In studio today, after spending the last couple days over at Rogers Place in the Hall of Fame room, this is Oilers Now. By the way, Brendan, uh, just before we get to our guest list today, 
I love that song. That is a great song. You ever heard the live version when Aaron Lewis picks it up about four minutes into the song? Why don't you give me a riff of that right now, brother? This is what is now coming up for you today. Uh, it is a Friday. It is the Friday after back-to-back uh, press conferences with first Oilers President General Manager Peter Shirelli, and then yesterday with the Vice Chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group, Bob Nicholson. Uh, we will get to a couple of those clips uh, and talk a bit about what's going to happen potentially moving forward on the coaching front in the first half hour of the show, as well as some uh, audio recaps or just audio calls, individual games last night and the five playoff encounters that opened up with their respective game number ones. Uh, then, from our friends at the River Cree Resort Casino, uh, coming up uh, tomorrow night, April 14th, they got Larry the Cable Guy. Still a couple tickets available at Ticketmaster.ca. April 21st, Vince Neal, May 7th, George Thurgood, and the Destroyers, uh, all at the River Cree uh, Resort and Casino. Again, tickets to Ticketmaster.ca. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Uh, 105 today, out of Michigan. Oilers prospect acquired uh, in a trade of the Philadelphia Flyers. He led the Big Ten in scoring this past season. He's currently playing down with the Bakersfield Condors. We will finally get an opportunity to talk to Cooper Marodi. Uh, we'll also, uh, time permitting, get to our conversation with Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who had some interesting comments on how he might train differently, partially as a result of where he may play in terms of in the lineup. And uh, yesterday, Mark Spector wrote a piece um, on Sportsnet for NHL Hockey and Rogers. Speck is covering the Winnipeg uh, Minnesota series. We will hear from Mark Spector at 135. Stoffer Inspector for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. By the way, we eventually won't have snow. We eventually will get above zero in terms of uh, uh, the weather here in our great city. Uh, it's, it's only been about, what, 4,639 consecutive days where we've gotten below zero. Just kidding. Uh, but on May 5th, the thoroughbred racing season gets going over at Northlands Park. Again, you can reach us on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. You can email us at oilersnow at 630chad.com. One of these days, Brendan, we're gonna. I, I'm told that I'm get, I, emails are being sent there for things. And you, here's the deal: I, I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group. I can't technically access the emails at 6:30, Chad. So I, I have to have somebody else. You have to bail me out here, bro. That's the, the way it kind of works here. Well, I, on I know top I'm of a demanding the Twitter account in my own email. It's tough to uh, I know, you know I, make I, it a I, priority, but uh, I will. All right, if you're asking, I will. I, I'm just being told there's been requests and things being sent, and we're not always able to get to some of the emails. Uh, you can text us on 630-630. That's the best way to get an immediate reaction. It is brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. 
Uh, we are on Twitter, at Oilers Now, and you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. Uh, again, Speck will be sliding in in the second hour, Elliot Friedman in the first hour. Yesterday, uh, Bob Nicholson, the vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group, uh, had these comments on evaluating Oilers general manager Peter Chiarelli. Starts with wins and losses, but it also starts with uh, what you're doing uh, with your scouting group, uh, how you are ha- uh, handling the scouts, and how you're handling your development. And uh, in all of that, uh, Peter's done a very good job of ho- how he's organized that. I feel our information that we're getting. Uh, going into this year's draft and what we're doing on the development side is very good. So it starts with wins and losses, but those other uh, pieces are very important because a general manager's job is to make the organization strong longer term. A coach's job is to have that team uh, successful shorter term. That's an interesting comment from Bob Nicholson yesterday. Look, uh, I can say with some confidence, and I think that even the most jaundiced Oilers critics would look at the 2017 draft and say there should be reason for excitement. But that said, back in 2010, in that draft year, when Taylor Hall was selected with the number one overall pick, there was, during the course of the year, a fair amount of excitement with some of the subsequent picks that ended up being taken. Tyler Pitlick was the second-round draft choice, 31st that year. The Oilers got Marincin, 46. The Oilers got Curtis Hamilton, 48th. He made the Canadian World Junior team that year. Uh, A bunch of those guys were late-born players in the 2010 uh, draft year, for that matter, including Taylor Hall. Uh, Even even Ryan Martindale had had a pretty prolific offensive season with Ottawa in 2010. And Brandon Davidson, by the way, was part of that 2010 draft as well. He went in the sixth round. The, The point I'm making is 2017 draft, Looking decent. The Oilers have signed some of those players. Sam Arukov, as an example, a third-round pick. He was signed and and partially under the premise that the Oilers would have control of his rights moving forward. He's a Russian-born player. Uh, they have subsequent, uh, subsequently signed uh, Ostap uh, Safin in the fourth round, uh, Kirill Maximov in the fifth round. So they've got some guys that are looking like players down the road. Uh, Stuart Skinner has had a strong year. In the Western Hockey League, a big part of the reason why Swift Current got past Regina in the opening round of uh, the playoffs in the Western Hockey League. The development, for me, there's been too much latitude given to the coaches down on the farm and not enough latitude and or, or emphasis placed on playing said prospects. Now, this past year, there haven't been a lot because of the fact that the Oilers traded away a bunch of picks. They had to give compensation as picks uh, for the signings of Shirelli from the Boston Bruins and Juan Todd McClellan from the San Jose Sharks. We'll get to the coaching thing in a second. I I do want to hear Bob Nicholson's comment on Todd McClellan and the coaches being evaluated. It's all being uh, evaluated at this time. Today I'm just making an announcement that Peter is here and leading that process. There you go. Very short, uh, brief uh, comment. Uh, Bob Nicholson extrapolated a little bit more his thoughts on Todd McClellan. Todd McClellan's uh, past speaks for itself. He was up for Coach of the Year. Uh, 
God is a person that uh, really uses all his, his assets, uses his assistant coaches, and in the competitive environment that we're in in the National Hockey League, I think you have to make sure that you use all those resources. We're going to certainly evaluate those, have those discussions on uh, all the resources that are there, and uh, how do you put all that together to go forward in a positive manner. All right, that is uh, Edmonton Oilers Vice Chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group, Bob Nicholson, earlier, uh, well, yesterday, in fact. So, uh, the season that was, I- I'm going to tell you point blank, at no point in the months of September and October did I believe that I would be sitting here on Friday, April the 13th, and the Edmonton Oilers would not be in the playoffs, okay? I was not the only one. There were a lot uh, more high-profile, uh, uh, high uh, frankly, more important people in the media business that had the Oilers as a consensus preseason favorite. This season was a failure for the Edmonton Oilers. I think that's a given. Uh, the, gr- the regression that occurred was significant. Um, Edmonton in 2014, 2015, 16, over those two seasons. So the Aiken slash Nelson year, and Todd Nelson did some good things in the back half of that year, including kind of, I'd say, put some positive energy in some of the Oilers' young players again. But over the course of that year and the first year of Todd McClellan, which included 37 games where Connor McDavid wasn't in the lineup, the Edmonton Oilers went 23-59-18 against the West. And 13, 36, and 9 against the Pacific. So they were crappy against uh, the Western Conference and terrible against the Pacific. In the last two years, uh, the Oilers 36, 17, and 5 against the Pacific. 56, 34, and 10 against the West. Going 4 and 12 at home against the Eastern Conference this year is one of the major reasons why Edmonton uh, failed. And they did fail. The uh, team basically scored, actually they scored more even strength goals this season than they had last season, but their power play, which was the best it had been in 30 years in Edmonton last year, at 22.9%, dropped more than 8%, down to 14.8%, 31st in the league. The penalty killing last year finished 17th, but it was not very good for the final four months of last season. It was terrible this year until the final month of the season. And there were some changes. If you were at the practice, you would notice that Todd McClellan was taking far greater leadership in regards to the penalty killing down the stretch. The power play for me was a source of frustration all year. It was almost like there was too much emphasis on gaining zone entry and setting it up and taking a bit of the natural intuitiveness away from attacking. And this is something that we repeatedly brought up during the course of the year. Um, Every coach and every good coaching staff will take ownership for special teams. The team finished 31st in the league in power play, 25th in penalty kill. That has to get better. And when teams fail, and the orders did fail, changes inevitably come comes in terms of personnel and potentially in terms of the makeup of coaching staffs. Even good organizations uh, changed their coaching staffs around. Two weeks ago, Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey and Rogers, 12 coaches for Detroit in 10 years with Mike Babcock. They made the playoffs every year. Now a bunch of those coaches went on to bigger and better things, including Todd McClellan, who was the lead assistant for Babs and ended up becoming the head coach of the San Jose Sharks. So, um, I, because the Bakersfield season is not over, and that could be potentially changing moving forward, 
You have to be pragmatic. They're not going to make the playoffs either. Uh, There are organizations that shuttle assistant coaches into head coaching roles, the minor league level, to gain them some more experience. Perhaps that's an option. Ian Herbers, University of Alberta connection. I can tell you that I worked at the U of A. Rob Dom got a three-year leave when he left. I was there at that time. I'm going to assume that Ian Herbers was granted the same uh, three-year window to leave and potentially come back to the program. So there's lots of different balls in the air. Um, I think it's not if, but when the Oilers make some changes to their staff. And I am, for one, I'm not a believer that they should make a change to their head coach. But when they make some changes to their staff, this should be an opportunity to go out and get the biggest and the best that you can to help support Todd McClellan and maybe give a little bit different perspective as well. How many assistants it's going to be, I don't know at this time. I don't. I simply, there again, there's too many possible machinations in effect. But this is still a good situation. Okay. It is still a good, there's still an opportunity to be involved with an organization that has the best young player on the planet. I think there, there, there's lots of guys that are hungry, that want to work, that would block slap shots in the nude to get a chance to be an assistant coach. And the other thing that has to occur here, and there, is there has to, and, I, and some of you get tired of this, but. There has to be positive energy reinforced from the get-go next year out of the gate. The Oilers have a tough schedule, and they got to keep her positive right from the start. Can't be false positivity, but you can't unnecessarily create more challenges by being negative. Some have suggested there were there were pundits out there, you know, alluding to this at the start of this past season. Okay, all I'll say is conversations exist behind closed doors. It's not lost in anybody. I'm, I'm a big believer that this generation, four to one, Brendan, when we're having conversations about how to improve the show, what is it, four positives and one negative? Isn't that how it works with us? Yeah, that usually helps. Is, does that help? Yeah. <laughs> you so, know, I take things to heart sometimes. I know, you're a sensitive generation, yeah, man. Exactly. Um, my generation used to just kick us in the teeth and make us drive us to be better, right? <laughs> but uh, anyhow, uh, for the fans. So well, I don't need to get into a fist fight in the studio or anything like oh, that. Oh, that's, that's an arm wrestling oh, match or something. Just remember, you'd end up, <laughs> you'd end up look, looking like Adam Sandler against Bob Barker, brother. So anyhow. <laughs> That's a, good uh, anyway. re- that's a good reference. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we will get to uh, NHL today when we come back. We'll extend this. There's one more thing I want to say. I don't believe, I, I, and I know Speck alluded to, uh, you know, what did he say? The, the, the Red Wine Club or something like that. I don't think there's a coup d'etat on to get Paul Coffey in here as an assistant coach. I don't believe that for a second. I don't think Paul wants to be a full-time NHL assistant coach. Um you know, those coaching jobs, you got to grind and you got to want to be thoroughly all in. And I think Paul's got a lot of different things on the go. I could be wrong. Maybe he does want that opportunity. Uh, but there's lots of teams around. The, what did Jared Stoll say when we had uh, Jared on from L.A.? So they had five or six different players, each that had been assigned four or five guys from a development perspective in L.A. I'd never heard teams doing that until now. So there's different ways to have development models. And there's no question when Edmonton has a year like they had this year where they didn't have a lot of push coming up from the farm that they got to do a better job developing players and they got to do a better job drafting players. I will say, 
have some confidence based on the 2017 draft and the 2014 draft in Boston, which was the last one that Keith Gretzky ran where it was his baby. So keep that in mind moving forward. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and Hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1226 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Well, lots of responses already on our Westlock Ford text line, so let's get right to it. Um, Bob, is Keith Gretzky running the draft? I thought that was Bob Green's role in the organization. Uh, that comes to us from Camrose. It's uh, Bob Green and Keith Gretzky run the draft. My point was Keith came over from that Boston draft in 2014. Good draft. They had a good draft in 2017. Uh, the orders moved some picks out in 2015-16, um, including one very controversial trade, which n- not a lot of you like right now. Uh, but... W- We've had good drafts, and I thought the 2010 draft was looking like a good draft for Stu McGregor. It was, there were pe- people writing pieces like the summer of Stu that didn't necessarily ultimately come to fruition. That's why I don't want to get too excited about 2017. What I'm saying to you is that I have more confidence now than maybe four or five years ago, okay, for what it's worth. And there's different influences, okay? Sometimes managers would come in and say, you got to draft this type of player. I, I think this is being handled more at the level of just scouts go do your job and draft away you can text us at 630-630 tweet us at all orders now um Shane says, I've heard the players like Woodcroft. Is there a chance McClellan can move him to the PK and hire somebody else for the power play from Shane? Shane, after a season like this, I don't have... I think all bets are off. Like, let's see where this goes moving forward. I, I just... I can't see a scenario where the staff stays as it is. The owners have also had the same coaching staff for three years. That That is the exception to the rule in the NHL. Usually there's bodies that move around. Other opportunities present themselves with other organizations, and sometimes guys move away from organizations as well. Uh... Bob, you'll have nowhere to go, Bob, when the lack of effort and professionalism next season, when the Oilers don't make the playoffs, since the belief to move forward to be a better team without changes, uh, will not be successful. After the media scrum yesterday, the elitist attitude also has to change to a complete opposite culture, a culture of success, not past successes. Uh, There you go. You can text us at 630-630. Bob, I think having the same assistance for so long can be a detriment. You give them too much leash and trust them and don't crack the whip. New assistants can give a different perspective, and Todd could benefit as a coach with a change. That comes to us from Shane. That's a sampling of the hundreds of texts we already got in the show so far. Off to a 6.30 Chad News weather traffic update with uh, Eileen Bell. Back with Elliot Friedman, NHL Hockey and Rogers.